Hi, everyone. It's Ellis, and this is the Animal Excellency Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about monkeys and the differences between the groups known as old world monkeys and new world monkeys. All right, let's get started. We we may have discussed monkeys in previous episodes, I think, but this time we're doing an episode like totally about monkeys. This, this is the main focus of this episode. So that's really great. And so what we're going to start off talking about is just an overview of monkeys in general, and you're just going to learn a lot of information about them. So most monkeys are arboreal, which means that they live in trees. However, there are some, such as baboons, that are terrestrial meaning that they live on the ground. All monkeys use their hands and feet to grip onto tree branches, but arboreal monkeys can also use their tails. Tails that can grab and hold objects are known as prehensile. Now prehensile tails are flexible and are naked and rigid on on the underside. That way they can grasp onto things and hold them firmly. So that's very efficient. Having a prehensile tail is an amazing adaptation, one that has many uses. Monkeys that have this type of adaptation can use their tail to grab and carry a large tree branch or to delicately pick up an object as small as a peanut. Prehensile tails can also support the weight of an animal while it's hanging from a branch. As you can probably tell, a prehensile tail is very useful, helping animals support themselves while they climb and giving them incredible dexterity. Most monkeys live in tropical rainforests in Africa, Asia, and Central America, or in the grasslands and savannas of Africa. All monkeys are expert climbers. Their feet are surprisingly as flexible as their hands, which comes in handy when they're swinging through the trees. Most monkeys are diurnal, but there are some species that are strictly nocturnal. Most monkeys generally feed on flowers, fruits, leaves, seeds, nuts, insects, spiders, birds' eggs, and possibly even small mammals. Most species of monkeys are social. A group of monkeys is called a troop, and they travel together during the day to find food. A troop can consist of just a few members to even a thousand or more. They communicate frequently using vocalizations, facial expressions, or other body movements. For example, staring is definitely a threat. Monkeys that do not want to fight or want to show that they're submissive will look down or away to prevent a confrontation. However, this is not the only way that monkeys communicate. Monkeys with long tails may use them to indicate their mood. One species of monkey, the cotton-top tamarin, raises and lowers its crest of fluffy white hair to highlight its facial expressions, which is where that monkey got its name, cotton-top, because of its fluffy white crested hair. Now, monkeys can also bark, scream, squeak, hoot, wail, and moan to communicate. Loud vocalizations can be used to warn other rival males that they are in control of a certain area of land and the females that are within it as well. So they should not bother trying to mate with them or take over the territory because, you know, they have control of that territory. So when monkeys grin, it may seem like a smile to us, but it is actually a warning. Now, when monkeys do this, they are angry, they could be scared as well, and they show their teeth to demonstrate that they will bite if they feel it is necessary given the circumstances. Head bobbing and yawning are also signs of aggression. Once again, when they yawn, they're showing their teeth and they're sort of giving the same message that grinning gives. So it's sort of the same, just showing the teeth shows that I'm not afraid to bite. 
for monkeys, using vocalizations is a much safer way than fighting because it prevents, obviously, physical confrontations. However, not all of their vocalizations and forms of communication are violent and are used to, you know, portray negative um, emotions. Monkeys can also express their love for each other. And one form of peaceful communication is grooming. Now, grooming helps monkeys keep their fur clean. When monkeys groom each other, they remove dirt, dead skin, and parasites from the fur of one another. This helps them maintain or form bonds and relationships. The young learn the rules of society from an early age. Some species of monkeys have young that are actually a completely different color from the parents. Their fur color usually changes once they are six months old and they begin to look like adults. The reason for the difference in color may be so the other members in the troop can recognize and take care of the infant. Most of the time, infants hold onto their mother's fur and that is how they get around. So they're not actually walking or, or swinging on their own. However, for some types of monkeys, such as marmosets and tamarins, the fathers take care of the young. The mothers are only involved when it is time to nurse them or obviously give birth. Um, when the troop is stationary, the youngsters are extremely energetic. So that's when they have the most amount of time to move around and have fun and play, and they spend most of their time playing. But this form of playing actually helps teach young monkeys the essential skills that they will need later in life. So monkeys, as you can probably guess, are very intelligent. They can learn incredibly quickly, are consistently curious, and they have an excellent memory. So these adaptations allow them to survive and thrive in many different habitats. For example, monkeys, since they are intelligent, are able to remember what is safe to eat and when and where to find it, and they can pass that down to the next generation and so much more. However, monkeys face a much greater threat, people. Yeah, that may be a bit surprising, but many monkeys and people live in close quarters, resulting in undesirable effects. Monkeys are known to steal food from people, and those people may retaliate by harming or killing these animals. Many monkeys are often considered pests by farmers and are killed, and many are also taken from the wild and sold as pets. However, monkeys do not make good pets. As you can probably guess, they are very loud and can be extremely dangerous if they feel threatened. All right, now we've learned a lot about monkeys. That was just an overview of all the monkeys. Now we're gonna learn about the two main groups. So the two main groups are old world and new world monkeys. So old world monkeys, um, I'll tell you where they're located. That's the first section that we're going to talk about. So the family that contains old world monkeys is known as Cercopithidae in Latin, which means long-tailed monkey. Their tails tend to be long, but it is never fully prehensile like New World monkeys. There are over a hundred different species of Old World monkeys, which are found throughout Africa and Asia. Some Old World monkeys have sitting pads, which is a pad of hard skin on their bottom. Old World monkeys sleep sitting up and these skin pads support their weight. Some of them also have cheek pouches, which allow them to store food so it can be eaten later as well as small curved nostrils that are close together. So these are just some of the traits that old world monkeys have. Many old world monkeys show examples of sexual dimorphism. But what is sexual dimorphism? Well, it is the distinct differences between the sexes of animals of the same species, not counting the reproductive organisms. So there are many examples, but for mon monkeys specifically, since they are our main topic, of course. Um, there is body size, canine size, since monkeys, of course, have canines, 
um, just like us and many other um, animals, uh, just because that can help canines obviously can help break into tough foods. Um, most monkeys um, are actually not carnivores. Um, sometimes they will feed on plants, fruits, stems, leaves, but they won't feed on, sometimes they won't feed on other animals. Sometimes they'll have a herbivorous diet. Um, yes. So since they, you know, have canines, that's something that can change body size, of course, color, weight, behavioral differences, and many others. For example, males are often two to three times the size of females. Some well-known old world monkeys, of course, all um, have, um, you know, sexual dimorphism, but those are just um, some of the most well-known old world monkeys that have it, just because these are the most popular and well-known uh, old world monkeys. So old world monkeys um, that are very well-known are baboons, macaques, langurs, and mandrills. So mandrills are the largest living species of monkey on the planet. Um, now, once again, if you're unfamiliar with any of the monkeys I just mentioned, be sure to look them up to see what they look like and to learn a little bit more about them, because most of them look very interesting, especially because of their sexual dimorphism, because the males and the females actually look like different species sometimes. Like you wouldn't even think that they would be um, the same species or related or something like that. So it's actually very interesting. So the lifespans of monkeys, of uh, these monkeys in particular, um, old world monkeys is up to 40 years. Um, so that's very long, especially for, you know, a monkey because monkeys are not at the top of the food chain. So they do have a lot of predators, including, you know, probably birds of prey, um, big cats, especially, of course, this depends on where they are in the world, right? But you could see uh, uh, examples of big cats, I guess, would be leopards, jaguars, cougars, um, some examples of birds of prey that would hunt monkeys would be eagles. Um, of course, it would have to be relatively big animals because monkeys aren't, some monkeys are small, but I guess you could say most monkeys are medium. They're not that small. So some of the predators that eat them also have to be big. Um, some snakes, but the snakes that will eat them have to be big as well. Like I said, so they're like pythons or maybe anacondas. So you know, monkeys are formidable. They also have a defense system. And because they're in a troop, the eyes are looking everywhere. So if there's danger, if there's even a, a possibility that there could be danger, they're gone. They're gone. They're um, running away. They're out of there because monkeys, that's their first line of defense. Sometimes monkeys will partner up with other species, such as deer or wild pigs. And they will also be on the lookout. So they'll all feed together and they'll all be on the lookout. And so it's just beneficial to all of them just because, you know, they are um, most of the time, all of them can remain um, obviously alive, but safe. Because if everyone is looking everywhere, then there's a chance that you may be able to spot a predator that's stalking you. So that's why it's very helpful um, to live in social groups, uh, especially for monkeys. So let's move on to the next section, which is New World Monkeys. Now, New World Monkeys are found in Mexico, Central America, and South America. Unlike Old World Monkeys, New World Monkeys always give birth to twins, and they do not have cheek pouches. So New World Monkeys sleep lying down, so they do not have a need for sitting pads on their bottoms. 
Um, New World monkeys also have round nostrils that are set far apart and are well known for having prehensile tails. So some examples of New World monkeys are howler monkeys, um, yes, howler monkeys, let's see, capuchins, and spider monkeys. So the lifespans of these monkeys range from about 15 to 25 years. And as you can see, this is actually shorter than um, the old world monkeys. Um, that could be for many reasons, but one of the possible reasons could be um, new world monkeys are obviously much smaller. Maybe more predators can hunt them. So you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't have, you know, small um, snakes, small cats, let's say maybe an ocelot, um, you wouldn't have those kind of um, um, animals hunting a big monkey, and a big old world monkey, such as, you know, a um, mandrill. Um, but a capuchin is fair game for a lot of other animals. So like coyotes, snakes, um, obviously smaller snakes, crocodiles, I guess that could fall into the old world monkey category too, because they're pretty big. Um, but yes, definitely, um, like I just said, like small snakes um, and coyotes. Now, this, of course, just depends on where they are in the world, but monkeys have a lot of predators across the globe. So, yeah. All right. That's it for today. Be sure to comment, rate, and subscribe. Also, be sure to follow my Instagram page, at Laughing Animal, for even more information about animals. Come back next time to learn about how living in a group helps animals survive. This is Alice, and this is the Animal Excellency Podcast. See you next time.